I hope you'll understand that it's in your best interests to take responsibility for everything you do. But that's only the beginning. I'm also going to suggest that many times it's even best to accept responsibility for the mistakes of others. I can hear you saying, what? Accept responsibility for someone else's mess-ups? Why would I want to do something like that? Just look at a baby during the first few years of life. Every gesture, every facial expression, every tentative word has one message for the baby's parents. The message is, I am totally dependent on you. I can't do anything for myself even if I try. I can't be held responsible for the consequences. After all, I'm just a baby. Ten or twelve years later, of course, as the boy or girl enters adolescence, this message to the parents will be very different. It will sound something like this. Why don't you just leave me alone? I want to be totally independent. I don't want to do anything but think about myself. I certainly don't want to accept any responsibility for anything beyond my own very well-defined needs and desires. It's only when we're at last grown up that the first two messages, I'm totally dependent on you and I'm totally independent of you, finally turn into, you can depend on me. Which is the truly adult outlook. Strange as it may seem, of course. There are people in their 30s and 40s who are still acting like adolescents. And there are even people in their 40s and 50s who are still acting like babies as far as their attitude toward responsibility is concerned. These kinds of people can be hard to have around, especially if you have to work with them. Let me be more specific about exactly what is involved in becoming a responsible person. It means, first of all, that you accept the consequences of your actions. But I'll go even further than that. Responsibility means you look to yourself as the source of everything that happens to you. It means that you assume command, regardless of the hardships you may have undergone early in life, or the prejudice you may have encountered, or the dozens of people who may have failed to understand you. Do I sound hard-hearted? Do I seem to be denying the existence of difficult childhoods or of prejudice or of people who are insensitive to the needs of others? Well, that is certainly not my intention, nor is it my belief. I'm saying that regardless of the presence of those negative influences in your life, the best thing you can do, the most empowering thing, the strongest thing, and ultimately the wisest thing, is to accept responsibility for your own destiny, plain and simple. The benefits of this approach to life have been proven in some pretty dramatic ways. 
People who have been afflicted by serious illness, for example, appear to have a better chance of recovery if they decide to take responsibility for what has happened to them. Despite the fact that it would be easier and perhaps even more reasonable to simply see themselves as victims of fate. I've gotten myself locked into a certain kind of thinking and now I've got to get myself out of it. It's as simple as that. Anybody can have an excuse for absolutely anything and people have never been better at it than they are today. But the downside of excuses, even good ones, is that nobody really believes them. I don't care what people tell you, if you make excuses, they're going to know it and they're going to think less of you. But if you refuse to rely on excuses, people are going to know that too and they'll admire you for it. So many people use excuses, but nobody really buys them. It's our modern version of the fable about the boy who cried wolf. An offshoot of the I didn't mean to do it excuse for evading responsibility is the I wasn't myself at the time excuse. It's like being at the helm of a ship. You are responsible for everything that takes place on your watch. You must wake up from the dream that somebody else will handle the pressure that somebody else will shoot those two free throws. I slept and dreamed that life was beauty. I woke and saw that life was duty. A strong character is not a rigid character. In fact, exactly the opposite is true. Although it's important to be firm when you know something is right, and to maintain that right position even when the crowd is going against you and wants to put you down. Sometimes when the tide has run against you for a long time, it may be that what you held as a certainty was in fact not true in the light of overwhelming circumstances. It's not only right, it's also smart to be able to see more than one way to accomplish a task. It's wise to see more than one solution to any problem. It's a good skill to see things as someone else might see them. Because when the plan that served you so well for so long doesn't work anymore, then it's time to find another way. It's time to bend. It's time to move on, to change, to compromise, to talk. Or you'll risk snapping like a dead branch in a stiff breeze. I don't really think it's less important or more important today to be open to change and flexible in adapting to it than it has been in the past. It's always been important to be flexible and farsighted, anticipating whenever we can and when we can't anticipate being prepared for all possibilities. Sometimes it is best to advance by retreating. Sometimes, wars can be won by losing a few battles. And long-term goals can be achieved by accepting short-term reversals. 
Sometimes it is best to resist like the tall grasses bending in the wind. Or like a river finding a new route around an obstacle. A powerful ocean wave smashing onto a beach may wash away a sand dune, but the individual grain of sand simply goes with the flow and is unharmed. Flexibility is simple in theory, but tremendously challenging in practice. It means we have to learn to distinguish between what we can control and what is beyond our control. Practicing flexibility requires great self-knowledge and iron self-control. To be flexible does not mean to be weak, to flounder about aimlessly and confused because we think there's nothing to be done. No, it requires self-discipline. 